0: Welcome back to another episode of the Shut Up No One Cares Get Back to Work Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Stuckert. I'm obsessed with being the best version I can. I want to help you do the same. First principles, big ideas, evergreen content. No matter when you listen to this, while this is a daily show, we're always going to be covering things that you can take action with that are going to stand the test of time. Today's big idea, oh, and I forgot to mention, the show is always around 10 minutes or less. So short, sweet, get to it, get back to your day take some action, marinate those ideas in your brain, and then ideally every day join me and make yourself better. That's what I want for the show, and that's what I want for you. So today's big idea is something I just read on Medium, and I've been reading a lot on Medium, I've been writing on Medium, I love Medium, Medium medium.com is awesome. A couple things in the piece relate to decision making. One of them is this concept of, so it's called Fredkin's Paradox. It's this idea that when we have things that are close together in decision, they sometimes feel like a bigger decision because both options are so good, like they're good decisions. But the paradox is the closer things are in value, the less the decision actually makes because it's not much of a difference either way. But we spend so much time, we spend an inordinate amount of time on these decisions because they feel like they're bigger decisions or they feel like it's a harder decision. And what we have to get in the habit of doing is just deciding because the energy that we spend on deciding and thinking and doing all these things is a real drain. There's only so much of it that we have in any given day, and in any given lifetime. It's why you may have heard about people wearing basically uniforms, like Obama used to wear the same blue suit, he had seven versions. Zuckerberg wears the same outfit every day. Jobs did this, obviously this turtleneck, so that they wouldn't have to think about what they're wearing every day, and they would have energy for making decisions that matter. And so back to this piece, it says that we make about 226 decisions each day on just food, according to researchers at Cornell. Most of these decisions are easy, We don't agonize over them but their decisions nonetheless and so it gets into decision fatigue and talking about how we have limited decision making and i believe this wholeheartedly everything i can do in my life to reduce the amount of things that go into my head i am vehement about you know telling my employees that i only want to hear certain things i don't want to know all the details i don't need a long explanation i want you to just give me the facts and then some things i don't want to know at all i want to just get done and then i want to wake up tomorrow and it's done or at the next step. I don't want to hear all the things you had to do or how hard it was or how easy it was or anything. Like unless it's valuable information that i can learn from or use, most of the time i don't need to know all the details. This is something that i think a lot of us struggle with. We feel like we want to know everything. We want we feel like we want explanation for everything. We feel like we want to explain things away. But really we need to be a lot more discerning with what we let into our mind because there is a limited amount of space there. There's a limited amount of space that you can give your attention to. There's a limited amount of things that you can think about on a regular basis. And if you want results in life, you need to take what is those 20%, right, for the 80-20 law, the 20% that give you 80% of the results or the return in life, what's that core 20% things that are the most essential, the most impactful, and then focusing on those with every fiber of your being. And this is not just work or success, it's everything. 20% of how you spend your time is gonna generate 80% of your happiness and fulfillment. I'm I'm assuming family's gonna be in there somewhere, friendships and relationships are gonna be in there. And as it relates to work and productivity and success, there's a small handful of things that generate your return. For me, recording in this studio right now is my 20% activity. Then writing and editing, right? And then all that mundane slacking and emailing and those small tasks, those fall, they're just not that important. What can happen though, When you convince yourself that those things are important and they have to be on top of things every second, you need inbox zero in your email, whatever, you miss out on the 20%. What I've been doing with this whole COVID thing is I've been taking this as an opportunity to build the perfect routine around my 20%. Editing, writing, recording, and then again, video editing later in the day. And then balancing that with the rest of my life, spending time with family, nutrition, exercise, getting outside more, doing all these things that matter to me for long-term health. What I've been able to do is the more I focus on my routine and the more I engineer it and tweak it and, and really think of it like a systems engineer and try to build the perfect routine that I stick to every single day, my productivity skyrocketed. So this is a daily show. I've done about 15 of them so far. It requires a record. Before that I actually plan out some of the notes for the show and then I have a big idea and I write an article on it and I'm also using that article to put it to the blog and then post a medium. I have to do that, that's part of my morning routine. I come in here, first thing I record, and then I have to edit, and then what I was doing is I was editing later in the day, and I was breaking it up, and it, it was, it's just so much harder to do. Like My energy wanes, and then after I eat, and spend time with family, and all these things, like, it just tends to drop. And so I was skipping some days in editing because I just didn't want to do it. Well, I realized that if I could just keep all this in one bucket right now, I can probably take care of that while also knocking out one of my big 20% things early in the day. I now edit right after I record, no matter what, and then I do all the publishing and and the other things I have to do in the back end so that it's live, and I've been able to get this routine probably down to about an hour a day. So a daily video podcast, fully edited, published, and everything, and then also shared online and stuff, for most people, and, and for me, even my prior self before I kinda got good at these skills, I mean, you're talking hours a day. This, I wanna get down to being able to do in like 30 to 40 minutes and then i can even outsource other tasks to employees or vAs or whatever where i don't have to do the thumbnail for example where i can put the content into the queue and then and then like my podcast editor can do that jason and it's like this is about focusing on the big things that matter and reducing decisions, and that's how it all ties in, so that's kind of an example of that. But if you're making a lot of decisions, or if you have to make a lot of decisions around your diet, or whether to exercise or not, and then combine that with 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 work, with with studying, with learning, with family, like all of the responsibilities that we have in this complex world we now live in, the more decisions you make, the lower quality decisions you end up making, and the less energy you have to make the big decisions, and so you might miss opportunities, or you might make bad decisions, or you might make a bunch of little small, not great decisions over a long period of time and all these things are going to lead you in directions you don't actually want to go let's get to the daily six and then i'm gonna let you go get back to your day and then hopefully do something with some of the information you're learning today the straight line a respectable optical illusion which ruins many a man victor hugo and les miserables i think what he's trying to say here is get this idea that something's like point a to point b right but the reality is in life There's a million traps and hurdles and blocks on that straight line. So it's more of a winding path. And I think people get get caught up in that or or they don't have the right mindset going in and then they get trapped and then they make bad decisions and or they otherwise uh, quit. And that ruins people. So that's that's an interesting quote. Daily tip or recommendation. Actively simplify, reduce and get down to the essential in life. And, of course, this coincides with the big idea today of decision-making and fatigue. Concepts to explore here include the 80-20, which is uh, Pareto's principle. I highly recommend reading some books on this. Uh, 80-20 by – there's a couple books written by it. Just, just find some of the top sellers. And then Essentialism by I think his name is Greg Noel or Noel Newell. That's a really good book. It's probably something I should reread. But I've been following these principles for a long time now. Uh, if, if Essentialism, Minimalism, if any of these things are, are kind of new to you, I think now's the best time to ever to really dig into them and and use them to build your life and what you're trying to accomplish and really focus in on what you value. I mean, at the end of the day, we need more people that are committed to understanding who they are and what they want and then building a life that reflects that. Instead, we have a lot of people that look at social media or their parents tell them to do this or they go to a fancy college or they go in debt to buy things they don't need to try to impress people they don't know. I mean, like it's part of the American dream and the scam that that is big house, mortgage, car. There is so much wrong with that that I don't have time to go into today, but we need more people figuring out who they are and what they want <laughs> and, then, and then really committed to that. It's amazing how kind of rare that is. So daily book recommendation is of course, essentialism, which I just mentioned. The daily health tip is eat more protein most of the problems today are a lack of eating protein. And when you eat protein, there's a lot of downstream effects, which I won't go into, but basically you're more satisfied. You eat less. Protein is also the most metabolically active nutrient that you can eat. So your body has to expend calories to, bur- to process it and that helps with weight loss fat loss controlling hunger make sure you're eating less calories in general which most people do overeat and they overeat low quality calories it also fills up the stomach there's just a lot of reasons why if you just want to eat better live longer and maybe you want weight loss or fat loss goals or just to at least curb fat gain optimize protein most people could probably double their protein and it would take place of all the junk they're eating and it would reduce the amount of times they're snacking and just tons of downstream effects eat more protein Daily cooking tip: buy an air fryer. I hear the Ninja Foodi is amazing because it does a bunch of other things, but air fryers are amazing. We have one, it was like 70 or 80 bucks, this big thing you put on the counter, and you pull out the basket, you throw in some protein in there or I mean I guess vegetables or anything, add some salt, add a, like a dash of oil and then set it and forget it and and it comes out like perfect every time. I mean it's it's really incredible. I really 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 recommend getting an air fryer to simplify your cooking. Daily thoughts about money and I'm going to let you go. So this one is about thinking long-term. And again, this is not financial advice. This is just my opinion, pure opinion. But I think everybody should be saving, and even more than saving, I think investing. Save and invest as much money as you can and buy stocks and companies that you use uh, and value and that will be here for the long run. A quick thing that you may not really know is that Warren Buffett, his primary personal holding is Apple Computer. And of course he owns Berkshire too, of course. But he was notorious for for years just saying he doesn't understand the internet so he's not gonna invest in it. But obviously he got on board probably a little bit later than he would've liked. He probably could've made billions more if he would've bought Apple early on. But he does own Apple stock. I also own Apple stock. I also also own Disney stock. I also own 3M which is a really good company that uh, pays a good dividend. And there's a couple other stocks I own, like I own some Amazon. I probably need to buy some more Google. I don't own any Google right now. I own some Facebook, even though you know, Facebook is what it is. I I believe Facebook is gonna probably morph into something else and it's gonna be at the forefront of whatever we end up doing on our phones and internet. And so like I have a very long term view of Facebook uh, and I think they're gonna learn a lot of things and they're gonna be at the forefront of figuring a lot of things out with ads and targeting and hopefully prevent some of the things that led up to the last election and a lot of the the, the scandal and and, and the personal privacy data stuff that that happened. But I'm very pro-Facebook even with all the negative press buy companies that are going to be here for a long run and i would recommend if you're not sure just buy some of the companies you use on a regular basis if you're buying if you're using amazon all the time if you use google all the time well i mean you just buy them and just put in a little bit every month everybody has a path to a sustainable long-term money and investment taking care of them living off investments i believe everybody can do that if they really think long term and they start today and they stay committed and they don't take their money out I did that before. I owned stock in Google when it was a couple hundred dollars. It's now twelve hundred. I owned Amazon stock when it was two fifty. It's now eighteen or nineteen hundred or whatever it's at. And I sold those stocks. I shouldn't have. I should have bought and held. And I should have thought for the long run. That's how you make money in the market. That's how you generate wealth, so that in your later years you have security and you have autonomy and you have freedom. You have to think long term. That's going to be it for today's show. Make sure you like and subscribe. That helps me reach more people. It helps the YouTube algorithm or the iTunes algorithm or wherever you're listening to it. It stokes that and helps other people find the show. So I really do appreciate that. And if you want to support me more directly in the work I'm doing here and over at The Ancestral Mind, you can go to patreon.com slash Colin Stuckert and support me there with a small monthly membership like donation. I plan on doing a lot more things to build that up in the near future as we get more rocking and rolling, but I will see you in the next one because this is a daily show. So thanks for listening.